0: Hello, G. How was your day today?
1: Oh, great. Besides the weather, everything is doing well.
0: what you do today?
1: Oh, uh, today I had a dental appointment. And, um, dental appointment, I had to take care of some, um, financial business.
0: Okay. How was the experience
1: with them? Oh, uh, normal. Everything's normal, you know, being, um, looked at twice or anything. You know, when a black man going to a bank nowadays, you know, they, um, uh, very skeptical. You see very few black men in banks.
0: Yeah. Okay, so today I'll be interviewing you. Okay. So, where were you born and raised?
1: I was born in Manhattan. Raised in Manhattan and the Bronx.
0: Okay. How was the Bronx?
1: The Bronx, back in the 70s, was one considered one of the most poorest neighborhoods in the nation. Um... It was pretty tough growing up in the 70s, you know. We had to go to free lunch lines, uh-huh. you know, get up in the morning, go to free lunch lines. And the um, community was real, um, we didn't have too many resources back then. We even had shortage on teachers back in, I say, when I was in third grade, the teachers went on strike and the city was dead broke. What? Yeah. yeah. There was no garbage removal. Teachers were short. We had 50, 60 students <laughs> in one class. It was really um hectic back then
0: wow life must have been hard back then okay so what high school did you go to
1: uh i went to catholic school until eighth grade and then i went to um high school in the bronx stevenson high school
0: was it predominantly black
1: black and hispanic
0: okay um was life hard growing up as a black man
1: I wouldn't say hard, I would say you become used to the injustices that goes along with being a black man or a black person in this country. You become numb as I would say.
0: Okay. Um have you ever gotten in trouble with the law? And if so, what was your very first encounter?
1: Wow. Uh yes I have. Um you say one out of every three black men today has been in trouble with the law or on parole and or probation right now. Uh, my first experience with the law was when I was in junior high school and I was trying to, um, I guess, you know, what kids do, I was shoplifting. And, um, yeah, you know, yeah,
0: that still happens today.
1: Yeah, they called my mom and, you know, she beat me and that was um, the end of that. That was the last time I ever tried to steal anything from the store.
0: Yeah. Um, do you feel like teens should be given a second chance if they commit a crime? And why?
1: Well, of course, they say your uh, mind is not fully developed until you're 25 years old. So I don't think you need to be um judged for the rest of your life by a decision that you made today, a mistake that you made today.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um... Okay, so now we're going to move on to, like, when you're a little bit older, okay? Um, what challenges did you face, and how did you overcome them?
1: Well, I uh, encountered many challenges coming up. Um, that's just part of being a black man or a black person in America. That's life in general. Life is full of challenges. You know, it's what mm-hmm. you do when the challenges arrives. Decides what type of person you'll be. You know, um, I have challenges from um, being ostracized because of the color of my skin. Um, I have challenges um, being expected to be an athlete just because I'm black and not use my mind to mm-hmm. make a living. So i am had plenty of challenges. Um, the best way to overcome is always believing in yourself, you know, and work as hard as you can to overcome these challenges. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing I learned is nothing's going to be given to me. I'm going to have to work to earn everything I get in this life, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, have you ever been racially profiled?
1: Racially, of course. Um... Few times, like I said, you become numb with these things. You know, when you see law enforcement, you know, you just kind of keep your head down and keep moving because you know there's no good coming. You know, with law enforcement, um, there's been times I've been pulled over, searched for no good reason. You know, cursed at and threatened by New York Police Department over the years.
0: Uh mm-hmm. huh. Okay. Um. What would what advice would you give to? teenagers such as myself who are you know well i'm not doing anything bad but um for the kids that's doing bad out there and well, don't have any guidance
1: well i mean teenagers in general you know we're we going to make mistakes mm-hmm. you know mistakes are part of life you know you learn by your mistakes but one thing i'll tell i was always told to me and i would tell you guys you know always always remember that someone's always watching and shortcuts are not the answer you know shortcuts are not the answer remember you may try shortcut but there are other people that try shortcuts the same shortcuts before you and shortcuts don't work um school i would say education is the key mm-hmm. you know education is key education will bring you out mentally bring you out of poverty you know i'm not talking about financially mentally it will wake you up and let you know where you came from you know, Black history is the key. Knowing where you came from, knowing what your ancestors been through on this land, is the key. You have to know your history to know where you're going. You know, mm-hmm. you know those challenges I overcome every day is a challenge. You know, right. but, You know, you just keep your head up and keep working hard, and things always seem to work out in the long run. I tell anyone young. Young as you and your class to continue to go to school, you know, continue to go to school, continue to work hard. Remember, as a young black man or young black woman, you have to, you have to, have to go hard as the next person. You have to go twice as hard as the average student in order to achieve.
0: Okay. Um. Do you feel like... Like, what we're going through right now, do you think anything will
1: change in the future? Well, I'm think yeah, I'm thinking we will see change in the future because the big difference between now and back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s is that I see a lot of Caucasian people on the line, on the front line with us, demanding change. Mm-hmm. You know, back when you look back in uh, the 60s, during the Martin Luther King eras, all the 80s were Al shopped in. Uh, um, marching in Brooklyn, you have you didn't see too many Caucasians. Now you see the Caucasians on the front line with us, you know. So it's a big difference now. Not only that, you also see the, the big stars, LeBron James, the mm-hmm. athletes, and everything on commercials and demanding change. You know, something has to give right now. It's a big difference, and I believe within your generation here is going to be the generation that put a stop to this. You know, to the injustices of America. It won't be easy, but it can be done. If we stick together and keep fighting for change.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, how do you feel? Okay, cause you know how Black people we don't like to come together for stuff. We come together. Okay, like the Breonna Taylor thing, and when we was protesting, that that only happened for a short amount of time, and now it's like wab to the protest. Nobody's saying anything anymore. I still see people on social media um, talking about it, but it's like it faded away.
1: Well, I don't believe something that's true. I mean, I I wouldn't expect to see, um, you know, they were protesting for the defund the police, take money out of New York City Police Department and put it back into communities. And last month, the mayor passed a bill. They took out. I'm not sure how much it was. Close to like three million dollars out of the police budget, and they put it back into the communities, into the youth centers for job training, just for all the youth in all the five boroughs. You know, mm-hmm. so the police department has lost millions of dollars of, out of its budget, and there are still demonstrations out there. There's not as many as it was during the, during the summer, but there are demonstrations out there. For instance, today it was the 25th anniversary of the Million Man March. You know, and I remember in 1995 during that march, you know, I was there myself and it was amazing how many young black men was there. I was like 25 at the time, 26, you know, and it mm-hmm. was the 25th anniversary. And they March today, I've just seen it. I didn't know about it. I would have went over the Brooklyn Bridge in the rain to Foley Square. Wow. Till, till, for the 25th anniversary of the Million Man March. In the rain, pouring down rain. And it was hundreds of them that marched across the bridge. So there are still demonstrations, you know. And the fight will have to be with us. Just because we don't see demonstrations don't mean we can't keep the fight within us. Mm -hmm. Keep fighting with us individually. That means going to school, doing the right thing, and helping one another out. Helping each other out. Giving your friend a lifting hand, you know. We have to help each other out because, as you see, no one else is.
0: Yeah. Okay. Thank you for having this lovely interview with me.
1: And thank you for having me.
0: No problem. Hope you have a good
1: day. Thanks. (laughs) Bye. Bye.